you guys aren't even ready. You are not even ready. Not in the slightest one little bit. Does it always count like that? What are you talking about? It's got a whole bunch of extra numbers that it usually doesn't have. That's milliseconds. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like we said, you guys aren't ready at all. But it hasn't been there before. Yeah, whatever. It's the strongest return of any podcast you've ever heard. What a back, baby. It's homework with friends. We Ah. were never fighting ever, you fucking idiots, dude. You stupid idiots. Everyone believed it. And guess what? We're excited to do the podcast again. I'm pumped up. We're back and we're I'm excited. I'm jazzed up. This is episode 37. It's going to be the best episode ever, you dummies. This is Homework with Friends. I'm Logan. I'm Dalton. This is the podcast, naturally, where two best friends, Logan. Who never fight, who never Dalton. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Assign each homework each week to incredible results. To the funniest of results. It's the funniest shit you've ever heard <laughs> weekly. I hate all of you. Yeah, you know how many texts I got in between the fight and now saying, please don't go. This don't. is the funniest podcast I've no ever No one texted heard. you that, dude. No, no one was one on your no side. No one was Team Logan, but that's okay. I forgive all of you Loganites out there. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm not the likable one. Yeah, you're a dumb drunk. I'm a dumb <laughs> drunk. And it shows follow at Homework Pod on Twitter to, to, to follow me now. Specifically, that was the settlement of the fight. Yeah, Logan gets Twitter. I'm the Twitter. I have my own. I know. I could have made my own. but You always could have. I like the You homework. like it so much and you won't make your own. I like the Homework with Friends Twitter. Hey, keep doing it. But, uh, you know, we're back at it. This is just a normal week of homework. This was homework we were supposed to do two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Technically assigned three weeks ago. <laughs> And I did the bulk of it, minus the field trip part, an hour ago. <laughs> I've had 21 days to do this. I did all of mine this morning. It is insane. Except for the field trip. I don't get it. The fact... That's a lie. I did, I, did some, I did a good amount of it yesterday, which we'll get to. There were some amounts that we needed to yeah. do outside of the immediate procrastination, that which we both did. But it... It is. I was shocked at myself as I was doing the homework today, just going like, "Wow!" There was a time I read a whole book, and I I had it done a month before the pod went out. Yeah, that's because we were banking episodes. But still, yeah. the concept of thinking about, "Hey, what if we did three episodes in advance and we put them out?" <laughs> no, we can't do it. I know we won't do it. If any any of our listeners, yeah, to all of you out there, if you are listening to this podcast and you're saying, oh, I would do better. I would definitely do the homework like prior and try a lot harder. You're a liar. Do 37 weeks of it. Don't lie to yourself. (laughs) I mean, within these 37 weeks, there have been, you know, episodes that have been cop-outs, but they do always (laughs) result in like an hour and a half of like bullshit Googling for a while. Just like figure out what you're going to do. And that's for a bad episode. Maybe, yeah, maybe we need to get back to like having to read a book. We gotta set a straight. We can maybe save this for maybe the spring break episode, or something yeah. like that. We might have to. We might need to address this. Too. We might need to take. We might end up having to take like a three week hiatus. Hmm. If, uh, Excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> sir. You're going home at the beginning of April, correct? Uh, that's potentially in the works. I'm going home second week of April. Mm-hmm. I may be going on a trip last week of March. 
So we really might just have a spring break. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Yeah. The momentum of the pot is going so well so far. <laughs> How could we deny people three weeks of these homeworks? Uh, I guess we could record three episodes before. Yeah, let's not push yourself too far. (laughs) (laughs) No, we might. That's some behind-the-scenes talk for you. But this, today, like I said, is a classic episode of Homework with Friends. Welcome back, I feel like it's finally a classic ep. We're back at it. This season, or uh, semester. Yeah, what? how many have we done this semester? This is semester four. feels like the longest semester. Because we had the fake fight episode. We had the (laughs) drunk boys episode. We've already had two like bullshit episodes. We also had a New Year's Day. I think we had like a New Year's half pint that we recorded post holiday. So like, there's been in the the span since the end of season or uh, semester three, we've had three bullshit episodes. Yeah, it makes sense. Which I think is fine, as hey, we should. Sophomore slump, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, we're well past that. <laughs> but um. We haven't had a class. I just did the count. We haven't had an episode where you and me just sit down and we do assignments to one another since the the high tea episode. The high tea. When you were high and we talked about tea. Yeah, which was also kind of a shit episode. Hey, I always thought it was funny. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was super high. So, <laughs> so what I'll be doing for homework this week is I did a little field trip to a karate class. And I'm going to give a little breakdown and overview of karate itself. I believe in the homework from a few weeks ago, it was like martial arts in general. Yeah, maybe. whatever you want to do. I man. boiled it down to karate. Martial yeah. arts is a pretty big topic. Karate's a lot. Yeah. So, and then. Uh, I also took a field trip to a drag show. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about drag. What I was just doing there was sipping a cold Baruski. Uh, what are you drinking there? You are doubling up. Yes. <laughs> at the I, moment. I am a scoundrel You're today. a scoundrel. Going, you are a drunk. Going full scoundrel mode. Just Travis Scott's next song, Scoundrel Mode. You're really leaning in. Like I, I, Honestly, I, you give me endless content about this drunk thing. I'm a drunkard. You got a glass of wine and a, a 24-ounce beer in front of you. Hey, man. Uh, it's almost a weekend, am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got PBR and I've got um, some cheapo wine. Nice. This feels very vintage. I don't feel like we've talked about vintage. This is vintage HWF. Um, but yeah, drinking some cheap wine if you want to sponsor uh, our alcoholic drinks for the next episode. We'll let you get into what you're drinking first. Oh, are you gonna? You're gonna let me? Oh, no, let you do. Is this the next fight? <laughs> I am the episode again. I am just drinking a big old fat glass of Jameson. Big old fat glass of Jameson. That's yeah. a that's a classic D drink. Yeah. Um. So if you want to sponsor us for alcohol, it's something we haven't done in potentially twenty or so episodes. It's been a while. Uh, you can uh, Venmo us. Uh, either Dalton Lee or Logan Lukacs, spelled how you think. <laughs> uh, if you're my Facebook friend, easy to find. As your donation to your charity of choice. Uh, yeah. Eh. Donating to us is kind of like donating to charity. Might as well. We are <laughs> broke. <laughs> Before we get into general life updates, there's a very special birthday shout out I uh, want to give. Uh, I already texted him today. Yeah, well, I haven't texted him yet. Because so. I like to leave some mystery in a relationship. <laughs> but uh, That's why you are swimming in ladies. Hell yeah, brother. All none of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you know who you are already. Your birthday is today, which is Thursday night. March. Specifically the nighttime is your birthday. Seventh. Yeah, he was, he was born at nighttime. He was born in the darkness. 
it's our executive producer of the show, Drew Porter. Our very favorite executive producer and only executive producer, Drew Porter. Drew Porter. He gives the greatest show notes. Yes. Um, he is a thoughtful interactor on both social media and on private channels that we can keep with him. And, and just a, a beautiful, talented, intelligent, wonderful human being. Smart man. Miss him every day. Drew, I've always been in... This sounds fake, but it's true. What? I've always been in awe of his intelligence and composure. It's 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 intimidating. He he comes off intimidating as for, at first, and then once you feel like you're in his circle, it feels like a privilege to be a yeah, friend. Yeah, I got in early, which was yeah, nice. Yeah, I got in a little bit midway. Yeah. Of co- we're talking college, freshman year, first semester. Drew had transferred in from another school, so he had that coolness going around him. He also was like one of the first people I think he was he was drinking like exclusively whiskey yeah. and stuff. And when he was drunk, he didn't act like an idiot. He just kind of like got a little quieter. Yeah, he, he got kind of stupid. Geek, so. He had some geeker moments, but you know, as cool yeah. as a, a nineteen or twenty year old could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? When like, he were, like we were acting dumb, and he would just look at us, and we'd go up to him and be like, "Look what we're doing, Drew!" And he'd go, "That's funny, guys. Cool, okay. cool." <laughs> and we go do we impress you now you do you really, like us still yeah, you really want to keep doing that <laughs> <laughs> but we love you drew we appreciate your support of the show yes um, send our love to d send our love to d hopefully we can make it out to b and, and c. get out get out of c you soon yeah yeah you tried we worked our way through that one i got it but i knew it, where i was going with it yeah i didn't but uh, we are out of sync. We are still in the aftermath of a fight. I know. I know. I know. I don't like fighting. So what now? Well, Dalton, as you know, this is the portion of the show where we do report. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of guests on in the past few weeks. Like I said, this I think it's about a month since we've actually uh, been ourselves, let our mm-hmm. hair down on the pod in a, a real authentic way. So let's see what what we got. We think we talked about fights last week. Talked about fights last week. I don't have any good stories for that. Which is like fertile territory. Yes, yeah, I mean I saw some kids get clocked, but like me too. You know, it's not that fun in retrospect. It was probably no. bad times for everybody Sad. involved. Weird. Sad. Bullying. Bad. Bullying's bad. As Melania we're Trump talking, would say. We're talking about bullying now. Hashtag be best. Did you ever bullied? Was I ever bullied? Yeah. In a systematic way, no. Some yeah. shitty things were said. You know, like in a normal, like, I was in a beef with a kid way. Yeah. But I don't think I was ever regularly bullied by, like, a bully. I think yeah. the, the general tone of certain groups would be oppressive to other groups. And I definitely was, like, on the giving and receiving end of childhood shittiness. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just always a good kid. Uh, no, not bullied, man. Just not bullied. Never bullied anybody. Just good kid. Got along with everybody pretty well. What a nice guy you are. I bully people. I remember I was a little bit of a bully in elementary school. Ah. There's this kid uh, that later on became like my best friend throughout middle school. Uh-huh. And I would, it would like crack us up because he was a little bit pudgier. Uh-huh. And we would like go smack our butts at him, like you can't catch us, dummy. Oh no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, That's so mean. I know, I was a dickhead. 
Yeah, but, but what are you gonna do? You've grown, you've moved on. We became great friends. We're well, still, okay, we're, just, we're still pals. Here's what I will say: I came out of the shower the other day, and you were standing in the kitchen right where a shower exits to, and uh, you were smacking your butt, saying, "You yeah. can't catch me, Chubby. <laughs> you can't catch me, Chubby." <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't. I chased you around for a while. <laughs> it was uncomfortable for both nothing of us. makes nothing brings me more joy than and being faster than somebody. Yeah, you can't catch me, Chubby. <laughs> because should... if I am faster than you, you are Chubby. They should. That's about. <laughs> That's what I think in my mind. Oh, now you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm faster than you. You are fat. Oh now. wow, that's a bummer. How much you know you're fat now? <laughs> <laughs> I say that to little kids when they can't catch me. That's true. You do it on the street a lot. Yeah, that would be a fun thing to do. It's just, I've, I've, would you if someone remember came... when we raced that kid? Was, we were having a great time. We were like a little buzz. There was the mom walking with her kid. And oh. she, she was like, race him. And when we started like jogging with him. Oh, yeah. And he was just hauling ass. Yeah, well, this was, was a few fun. months ago. Yeah. We were just walking into the supermarket. Yeah. It was like, this kid started like shuffling, like charging his feet like he was a video game character. <laughs> like, oh, let's go. And we were like, we'll race. And mom <laughs> if, you, was, if you want to race, we'll race. And old Ma was just like, hey, go for it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we had to fake like he won, though. What were you going to say? I don't remember. All right. I was I was about to say, remember the time that kid beat oh, you us? Said, were you saying race? something about video games? No, I said the kid was charging his feet like it was like he was Sonic the Hedgehog. No, you didn't. <laughs> Before that, I think you said something about video games. I don't know if I did. Ah, shit. Let's dude. play the tape back. No. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Ooh, ooh. Maybe we should prepare. Nah, fuck that. This is fun. People haven't heard this in a while. No. You, get, you guys love this shit. <laughs> You eat this you up. You guys love the you. shit the boys just you hanging eat this up. Don't we you. had an Oscar party. We, had an <laughs> we did have an Oscar party. My arms are splayed out as if I've just had a eureka moment, if you can't tell at home, which I know you can't. We had an Oscar party. It was fun. That's it. End of story. It was pretty great. What'd you dress up as? I was Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> From I was, what? I was Spider-Schlub. Yeah. The Jake Johnson Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse. For those of you who don't know, we this is our second annual Oscar party, and yeah. we, we do have a rule that you have to come dressed up. Mm-hmm. Not very good at enforcing it, but we what do are you our gonna best. do? Yeah. Some people really try. Some people try and fail. Some people don't try and succeed. Yeah, it's really the full gambit of emotions that happen. Yeah. Don't you give me nothing, man. <laughs> I got nothing on the Oscar party. What are we talking about the Oscar party for? I mean, I mean that we, was like three weeks ago. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> they do know that. They do know it. <laughs> they know when the episode comes out, and they know when the Oscars are. Yeah, this is for the people who are catching up uh, after we got big and famous. We got St. Patty's Day coming up. St. We have Patrick's friends coming. Day. That's going to be fun. Coming up. That'll be next. Ooh. Ooh, St. Patrick's Day might be too fertile of a topic to even dive into with only five minutes before homework. Oh, uh, you're right. That might well, just be a full full portion for next week. Guess we, got, guess we got nothing then. Oh, we got some stuff. Well, we're going to have a guest next week, so we might not get to talk about it. Yeah. We have a surprise guest coming next week. Surprise guest, we ain't going to tell y'all shit. If none of you probably know them. You don't know who they are. <laughs> so it doesn't matter, it's not a surprise. But if you're potentially their friend... Oh. And you're listening to the episode before to catch up. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Then uh, we're quite excited and flattered. We are so excited and flattered. I'm very flattered to meet you. I'm going to start <laughs> spicing and flattered more. Don't. So flattered to meet you. I am so flattered to meet you. So very flattered. <sighs> we have a podcast. <laughs> 
We talk here. It is. We had, this is the podcast, talk, and we go. We talking to the microphone. Only about <laughs> three minutes and ten seconds left to cover. Do we have a fully fleshed out episode? And full disclosure, I don't know if I have a twenty minutes of talking <laughs> on my homework. Oh, I got twenty minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe not. I don't know either. Did you do karate growing up? <laughs> no. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do drag growing up? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> homework hot seat. What? I got a homework hot seat. Okay. It's guys on top of my head. Number one homework hot seat. Here we go. Favorite teacher. Favorite teacher, Pam Har. What else uh, what's her know? address? <laughs> uh, she was an English teacher. I only had her for one semester. She probably doesn't even remember me. We weren't that close, but she was cool as shit. What'd she do for you? She was just really cool. I also just loved the class. It was uh, it was just a public speaking class. Just chit chit chatting it up. Yeah, which I'm into. And she had like fun assignments. Like our first assignment was to go up and just read a children's book. Ooh. Which is fun, which I dig. Yeah. She told me that she could listen to me read a book anytime. And you... Oh, no. I don't think it was a sexual thing. Did she only teach her one semester because she was escorted she, off of uh, campus? I think she just enjoyed my voice. Hmm. Hmm. Why are you making it weird, man? Hmm. That was a nice compliment What I was got. her name again? Full name? I'm not telling you, man. <laughs> What's I'm your favorite kidding. teacher? I, I'm just kidding. Well, um, I liked... Uh, Mr. Revis. Oh, you liked Mr. Revis. I see. I like what you're doing. Oh, here. you liked Mr. Revis. Yeah, we used to kiss on the mouth after school. <laughs> <laughs> and by mouth, you mean asshole. So that, <laughs> yeah, um, yes. <laughs> How do you kiss? But we <laughs> asshole to asshole, baby. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the only way the Lord intended. We <laughs> before marriage, at least. We <laughs> spread your cheeks and just dock down. Spread your cheeks and pucker. But we, uh, he taught creative writing, which oh. I'm sure he would be embarrassed to hear what I just said now. <laughs> but, but you're being creative. You're making up a story. Sure. <laughs> he would have loved it. But um, basically the whole class was you would just submit writings every day. It could be a poem. It could be like a small piece of a bigger story. It could be yeah. just a short story. I used to do a lot of- Every like, single day? Like every that was the idea, just like do something every day and just turn it in, and so he didn't really teach. He taught <laughs> in that he I think he was more of like a guidance yeah. person, like not like he was a guidance counselor, but he guided the class in a way of like if you wanted to get your writing critiqued, he would. <laughs> he was Logan. I have to tell you something. What he was a guidance counselor, and this was therapy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> This was not a class. Is that why I was the only student? Yeah, and that's why you had to go to his office. And it was after school? Yes. (laughs) And I got a smiley face as my grade? (laughs) No, but no, in all reality, it was a bonkers class because it would, it was, and it was everybody would be in this class. It would be, um, I think it would go up and so there'd be like sophomores, juniors, seniors. It was an elective starting your sophomore year. No freshmen. I don't think any froshes. No froshies. Because they're dweebzoids and they deserve to be in study hall. But um, <laughs> That's a cool thing. Oh, shit, you're right. Why was I there? <laughs> but, um, no, like, uh, I remember the big elusive thing would be a perfect 10 on an assignment. So, occasionally he would read, like, a perfect 10. One time he read a perfect 10 and it was just like, the rose was red. 
He just held he he just held up a picture of Jessica Alba and said, "Perfect. This 10. is a perfect ten. <laughs> this is a perfect ten, You're baby. Like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what this class is. No, but it'd be like it something he'd deem like very important. He would like really try to gas the students up to be like, yeah. wow, this was awesome. You should do this." Um, I don't know if I ever got a real perfect ten personally. I don't think I did it. But uh, I was he. It worked in that I really wanted to impress him daily because you knew he read everything everybody yeah. wrote, and if you you would kind of sub, not subconsciously you would kind of signal to him that you were wanting critique, or you could signal that you didn't want any. He okay. could he could tell the students who wanted feedback and the students who wanted like a high five. Okay, if that makes sense. Got it. So that was always pretty fun. Very in touch. Very in touch. Yeah, he was a very, he was he wrote my college recommendation letter. Oh, did he? He's a very cool guy. I don't know who did mine. Oh, that's kidding. I'm kidding. It was Mr. Slattery. Thank you, Mr. Slattery. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, everybody, thank your favorite teacher from high school today. Yeah, thank him. I think I was Mr. Slattery's least favorite student. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he would just always go like why don't you try ever? <laughs> and I would be like, I'm doing pretty good right now, aren't I? And he was like, yeah, you're, you you got B's, man. You got you got B's, you got an A. Because I had him for like three classes. Uh-huh. And he was like, you got two B's and an A. And I was like, what? It? Did it. <laughs> I was like, boom, got it. And he was like, <laughs> like, you could he was like I so give you so better. much time in class to study and you never do it. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry, sorry. dude. <laughs> he was like, Take him to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don, you ready to shift to old homework? No, yeah. Um, Definitely. So unjustly and unfairly, and I'm sure they're listening, Kaylee and Sarah won last week. They really don't get how it works. They constantly judge themselves as victors, <laughs> even though last week they did not participate no. <laughs> in doing homework. Uh, they actually kind of like hindered our homework. They did. I kind of expect... Here's the one thing. So, if you can't tell, last week's episode was heavily produced. There yeah. was guidance given to Sarah and Kaylee as to what to do. <laughs> um, it was a resolution of the fight. And I thought we were going to get a winner between the two of us of the actual homework we did. They didn't give one, I don't believe. They didn't, no. And they then cut to giving it to themselves. I believe we were supposed to have them decide on who they wanted and then psych them out and give it to themselves. All we know is that Sarah and Kaylee won. <laughs> Sarah and Kaylee won again. Because they are the best. Thank you guys so much for being on the pod. <laughs> and also, fuck us. <laughs> uh, so that being said, you want to go first? No. I'll go first. Okay. Let's do it. I didn't want it. All right. So, before i get into my field trip homework which was to go to a karate class yeah i want to break down a little bit of the history of karate okay welcome to logan's dojo karate with logay well logan's dojo. <laughs> 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 i already had logan's dojo worked out but i didn't like that one huh logo's dojo logo's dojo welcome to logan's dojo that was worse, man. It's the same one I did first. Karate with Logay. <laughs> I don't know if that one works that well. All right. Ready? No. Do you know any Japanese? Yeah. I'm fluent. Oh, yeah, you are? <laughs> then count down with me. Or count up with me to ten. Okay. Ichi. Ichi. Ni. San. Shi. Go. Roku. Roku. 
that's my homework. That's, that's how you it. counted 10 in Japanese. <laughs> what we all wanted. So that's something you'll be familiar with if you go to any karate class in not only America, but the globe, Dalton. The whole globe? Yeah. What so, about in Japan? They don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they actually count in American. Yeah, they just go one, uh, two, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so um, karate, just as, a, as an overview at, at a glance, a little bit younger than I thought How much it younger? was. A million years younger. Um, martial arts, to me, at least in, in my mind, and this could just be like an ignorant American's view of it, seems like very ancient, and mm-hmm. and, and it is. Um, but the modern day practice of karate, seventies, um, like the eighteen seventies. That wasn't too far off. That's what I meant. It was practiced before that, but like public common practice of it, how yeah. we see it today, was uh, in eighteen seventy nine. So to back that up a little bit. So karate is a war art. It's a combat art known as a budo. There's uh, archery, sword fighting, and wrestling, also known as jujitsu. Um, and karate is also karate do. So karate dash do d o. We might read it as do. Karate, what? Karate do. Karate do. Karate do. <laughs> Are you going to karate do? <laughs> Can we go back to karate though? <laughs> but it's actually three separate words. Uh, kara meaning empty, te meaning hand, and do meaning way. So all together it means the way of the empty hand. Empty hand way. So that's why it's all very punch heavy, kick heavy. So you don't have um, actual any equipment with you. It's not the same as jujitsu where you'd be doing like grappling techniques yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it starts in the Ryuku Kingdom in the southern islands of Japan. Um, that was just a, a major hotbed of some martial arts practice. And in the 1500s, traders from China got there mm-hmm. to the Ryuku Kingdom and started uh, teaching Kung Fu and blending that with the local fighting techniques. And before there was a good way to actually teach that in a formalized way, creating dojos, actual like, curriculum around it, uh, it was really just passed on peer-to-peer, student-to-student. So it was a very... It was a privileged thing to learn karate, yeah. um, and it took a little while before it actually became a uh, publicly known art form, or even well recognized within all of Japan. Because before, um, even Japan being a relatively small country, when you're out in the middle of nowhere in an island, like no one in the mainland Japan even knew what karate was. Yeah. Makes so sense. in 1879, that's when Okinawa became a part of Japan. And then uh, the dough was added to karate. Whoa. So that's when it was truly away. And uh, the meaning also changed to become less of just a way of fighting, but also a way of being a better person. Wowza. So that's why karate is a very, like a lot of martial arts, a very like meditative mm-hmm. sport along with the, the combat side of it. Um, within about 20 years, in 1900, it became a pretty common physical education practice for children. All throughout Japan. Oh, in Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah not in America. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 1920, it became part of universities, mm-hmm. uh, also in Japan. Um, and then that kind of built up. Books started getting published. It started to spread amongst different nations. And then it was actually post-World War II when our GIs were over in Japan and learned karate from the masters over there. Yeah. Brought it back to the States. And the first stateside dojo, which 
surprised me reading it and then at, taking one second to think about it did not surprise me anymore was started by uh world war ii white guy vet in arizona not shocking obviously <laughs> obviously arizona is yeah, where the first dojo that makes sense in to me all of america is um and that's kind of snowballed into the popularity it sees today it's had spikes and stuff like that ups and you downs, know ups and, downs. ups and downs um dojos spread across america from uh the 40s and then really popular in the 60s and 70s um kind of becoming almost as popular as stuff like recreation soccer um it was one of those things like you know any kid it was not crazy that they were doing karate yeah. Um, spawned some popular movements in popular culture, like the Karate Kid. Karate Kid. It was I love that movie. Fully in the zeitgeist. My man, <laughs> man Jaden Smith. Jaden, yeah. Jackie. Chan. The classic Jaden Smith movie. The only good Karate Kid. Jaden Smith. Karate Chan. Kid. And I can't confirm this by any means, but I want to say, just based on what I could read, and based on there being separate Wikipedia articles for karate and karate in America. I think we do, we do karate, but I think we have a very different mentality about it. That wouldn't than surprise me. Everywhere, because we're not. It's not inherent that we grow up with it all the time. Yeah. Um, the same traditions of martial arts, like you can jump into karate without any background in martial arts, but I think um, just in other cultures and stuff like that, it's just a more of a part of their life. Yeah. It's not like they just go to the dojo and then they leave all their etiquette there but then that being said i'm sure there's a ton of people at dojos across the country that take it as seriously respect is a huge thing in karate they care about respect a lot they care a lot about respect they truly respect respect Whoa. and that's one of the biggest things and I'll, I'll get to that Whoa. in just a little bit there's a few different pieces of karate um there is the kihon which is the basic poses and strikes of karate it's your punches that's your kicks kihon 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 there is the kata, which is the formalized sequences of movements. So Ooh. that's how you move those kihons around. <laughs> uh, the kata, how you move the kihons. Kiho, kata, how you move the kihons. Uh, then there's the kumite, okay, which is sparring. Oh, that that's is, the cool stuff. That's the cool part. That's the cool part. That's what everybody wants to hear from people studying karate is, ooh, when do I get to hit people? <laughs> when do I get to punch somebody? Um, and then there is, oh, I think autocorrect just did me wrong. Oh, what did it do? I believe it's... Dojo Kun. Dojo Kun. But that is um, probably the most important part of all of it, and that's like dojo etiquette. That they, much like the Do piece of karate Do, is that's rules for life and simplified in its most simple forms, as often happens when you simplify something. Uh, it is to strive for completion of character, be faithful, mm -hmm. endeavor. Now you're saying stuff. Respect others. Now you're talking, baby. And refrain from violent behavior. Yeah, you lost me on the last one. <laughs> uh, it's so more you, you learn how to be a living weapon and you don't use it? That's true. It's uh, it's more of a form of self-defense and ah. self-empowerment. It's not really used to be a weapon all the times. But also not really. Weapon is not a word they're afraid of saying, I don't think. I just think they don't use it in violent, malicious ways. Is that what ways. they shout? Like, I am a weapon. Yeah, when I, I went to the class, they said, what's up, new living weapon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay, I got a quick quiz for you, Don. All right, hit me All with right. it. I always do well on these. I know you love them. So karate uses a system of ranking in a dojo to know yeah. who has, uh, who's a novice and who's an expert, and that's the belt system. You wear it over a gi. You got belts. 
Um, so we got a little belt quiz for you, Dalton. So what is the lowest rank in karate? White. Highest rank? Black. All right. Now fill in the rest. <laughs> How many? Can you at least? Can what's you at after? Least tell me what's the after number? white? Brown. <clears throat> Yellow. Correct. Then brown. <clears throat> <laughs> then blue. <clears throat> then red. <clears throat> Turquoise. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it goes white, yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, brown, red, black. That's a lot, man. You couldn't Obviously. even have given me the number? Obviously. I cannot count, and you know that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, when in a dojo and taking any class, uh, part of the formalized method of beginning said class is paying respects to the dojo, and you line up in accordance with your rank. So you go in that order. So it's something that's always ingrained. So, like, the least experienced person has is what has to do what? On the very left. They're just on the very left. It's like a shame a line. thing. A, it's not a shame by any means. It's just <laughs> let the, everyone know that this is a novice. Because you can go to any dojo and be a part of it if you know the traditions and stuff like that. So, yeah. knowing your rank is almost more important than knowing yourself. But it's a shame thing. It's uh, They shame you. Uh, <laughs> so, there's a few different sounds. Imagine if you had any other sport... Where you had to go to practice, and at the beginning of practice, you lined up from worst to best. <laughs> Imagine, like, going into basketball practice and just having to be like, yeah, I'm the worst. All right, see you guys. Here I go. I'm the, I'm the bad guy here. I'm the, I'm the very bad. Even worse, like, to have to figure out, like, if you're, like, in the middle, like, am I, like, a little bit better than Brad? Yeah, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, so in karate, um, sounds are a big part of it. What kind of sounds? Uh, most notably, the ki. Do you do that with your mouth? So here's what I learned. Okay. I've heard about the ki before. I've heard of uh, Dragon Ball Z kai as well. Uh, a, yeah. A kai is a an expression of exasperation. So like when you punch and you like. Hoop! Yeah. So that hoop was a kai. Okay. The you don't. It's actually against etiquette to say kai. You're not supposed to say <laughs> kai. It just is a kai. Okay. It's like when you like shout, and if you were to say shout, <laughs> as opposed to just going like ah, yeah, it's just the noun version of what got that it, is. Got it. I be- I believe. I, I I shudder to think if I'm incorrect. How- is it just? It seems like it's probably just a breath control thing. It could be a breath control you thing. It, it's also um, I think in the dojo because you're not especially if you're practicing, it's to signal to other people that you felt as though that was powerful move oh interesting i also learned a more important one and i had trouble googling this but i believe in my new sensei um that there's another word besides a kai and this could be a version of a kai yeah um where it it's 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 oos oos you go oos oos like oos but this it's when you relax you, you guys can't see this right now but logan is like forcefully placing both hands down by his side and puffing his chest out oos oos um, so, uh, oos is when uh, you are letting your sensei know that you are a bit exhausted. Um, like, you oh. know, like, you acknowledge that you know what you did was maybe incorrect. Yeah. And you're respectfully letting them know that you're trying. So, that goes back into that respect piece, where I th- which I think is a, <laughs> is a little bit different than, like, some Americanized sports or whatever, where, like... You know, you like know the kid's like failing if he's just like yeah. doing or they're doing poorly. So like, Oose is going like, I'm trying, I'm tired. Kind of, or like, imagine you have a class of like twenty kids mm-hmm. that you're trying to teach, 
and like you're you're you can only you only have two eyeballs so it's kind of hard to like pay attention to every single person so there's these kind of like little distress signals that you can check on people or they can at least give you the mutual respect that they know yeah. that they screwed up that way you don't see like johnny thinking he's like crushing it over there he's not doing any of the moves right he's going like, and yeah. that might be a cue to you to like take him aside and be like my man you you, you gotta be oozing some more because you are not you doing are good. not doing good johnny <laughs> Um, got some fun facts here. I don't really have too many fun facts. There weren't a lot of fun facts about karate. The biggest fun fact is there's not a ton of just like generalized information about karate besides just going out and doing karate. There's that a makes, lot to learn. That um, makes sense to me. The basic moves are that. meant to be, they're not meant to be simple to master, but you can get them relatively quick. And then it's difficult to like master like the katas and then everything yeah. put together. What was your favorite move? The punch. <laughs> um, so, uh, a couple fun facts. Karate will be included in the 2020 Summer Games. Shut the fuck yeah. up, dude. I don't know what version, but I'm assuming um, we'll be seeing some karate there. Get out of town, playa. Uh, Is it going to be karate? Yeah. Isn't that cool? I'm assuming sparring. I don't know where I'm going to be working, but I'm calling off now. Here's another cool thing. We, as America are apparently bad at karate. That is not shocking. <laughs> like I, I don't think we're winning gold. No, there's like I don't a, think there's, we're placing because there's, there's world karate national championships and I think we have I don't know how long I think it's been going on since the 70s and I'm not sure how many every other year it is. I believe we have of all the offered medals you can imagine. I think we have like like one. One single like gold medal? medal. Gold medal. I think we have like six total medals. Out of how many how many total? To, like dozens i think dozens there's a lot i don't know that's there's, not that shocking there's a lot of con- well, okay but here's the the thing that they really i think the wikipedia article is trying to slam in your face is that based on our country size and wealth per yeah. capita like we should be a lot better the same way yeah. we can like kind of auger ourselves into most sports but but how many basketball gold medals they got you ain't lying man <laughs> <laughs> we got lebron james baby <laughs> Um, and then, uh, other than that, uh, and I'm, here's grain of salt, this one, you guys, but from this website I saw, it said that some of our teaching of karate in America has been criticized due to, um, the for-profit nature of it. Wait, it's for money. Yeah. Are they doing it for free in other places? They might have different systems because, like, we're, not everywhere's capitalist, so yeah that's true man and there's not like a lot of I forget that sometimes you can't do a lot of like there's not a lot of public karate out there <laughs> i'm gonna go hit up the public dojo today. gonna go to the public dojo um so i will talk briefly then now that i've given the overview of karate about my experience in karate class let's hear about your experience i man. went to 1000 waves dojo what is it called 1000 waves one more time 1000 waves where is it at I will never say that. <laughs> it's on Belmont and Racine. <laughs> it's on Belmont and Racine. That is in Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. If you guys didn't know those terms, look them up. The uh, owner, uh, one of the owners of our coffee shop is uh, a frequenter of there. She practices there. Uh, she recommended it there. They have a free introductory class. What belt is she? She's black belt, isn't she? I don't know. Oh, oh no. I didn't ask. <laughs> She wasn't wearing one? I don't know. As a white belt, I'm not supposed to ask. Oh, you're not? Wait, no. Sally wasn't at the class. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, oh, no. I said her name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go through it quickly. Class is fun. Um, it was... You don't have to rush, man. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, this is our pod, baby. <laughs> uh, 
I'll point out a few funny moments. Okay. So I, when you show up, you have to like take your shoes off, and then as like a new person, I didn't really know anybody, so I just kind of sat in the waiting area where, like we watch people finish up class. So it was just like me, and a bunch of, like moms and little siblings just watching this like kids class finish up. Do you think they thought you had a kid? I hated it. <laughs> I hated sitting there. I was like, I don't. This is bad. Uh, that could be your future, man. Yeah, my little kiddos practicing karate. I wouldn't put my kids in karate. <laughs> oh, give me a break. I just don't think I'd do it. They have fun. The kids were having a great time. With it? It, you should have seen some. These kids were coordinating. I just don't think it's the activity I put them in. I mean, if they do. don't, if they ask for it, I'll do it. You can do more than one. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, um, staunch rules. Put them out the window. Um, so that was fun. Uh, you basically kind of just get thrown into it. My class was two other white belts. Um, yeah. Uh, you are immediately granted the rank of white belt because there is no lower you can go. Immediately? Did they give you one? They said you're a white belt. Okay. But so I think you can always say you're a white belt in karate. Now. I'm a white belt in karate. <laughs> and I hope that's intimidating. <laughs> um, if they don't know what that means, then it's probably pretty scary. I'm a white belt, man. You better watch out. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't even know enough to say the ritual that began the class, but there was a small ritual where you bowed. Uh, I will say there was the old class exits while welcoming the new class, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one there's one little girl there like, and Logan's new today, and she just turned around, and went, "Hi, welcome." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "You're adorable," and then she just started counting off the class, and like she said all the sensei's names, and you go like, "Oos," and you say goodbye, and you bow. Um, and so I was like, "Oos" is a goodbye too. I think so. it's like just a general. Not, maybe that's a Kai. Well, boy. Um, but it, the the vibe of the place in general was like very very kind and super duper welcoming. Yeah. Um, and the people like knew their shit. Um, not that I would know if they didn't know their shit or not, but like I, it, there was a feeling of capable hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and it led you through some stretches, uh, and then they kind of jump right into like what you would want. And I think I can't tell if this is because I was it was a small class and I was clearly the only beginner. Um. But we just got into punching and kicking and punching and kicking, man. Like we did, they just, give you a gi? Uh, no, <laughs> but no, we were, we were just punching and kicking, and it wasn't until the very end that they even like brought out the the two people who I was in class with to kind of like advance them forward on a couple things. Um, so I think the idea between like behind like white belt class is very inter- very very introductory yeah. stuff. Um and it it was fun, man. It was, I'm a little sore today. Are you? Yeah. I, I I wish I had better stuff for like man. I was like rocking out at this or like I was really good yeah. at this. But like no, no. I mean, I was average at probably most of it. And uh, the toughest thing, if you guys do karate out there, t- tweet at me. But uh, <laughs> tweet at tweet him. at me, man. Tweet at tweet him. at me, dude. But the blocks, man. Yeah. I was getting tripped up. They you, trip you up? Like, yeah, you gotta like do all these extra blocks. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to describe it, and it's so impossible visually. But it's like multiple different specific sequences for moving your arms around. Can you do some right now? Oh, yeah. Describe what I'm doing. <laughs> it's not doing it for him. You're doing like the, you're kind of doing like the, the, the sprinkler dance. Yeah, I'm doing a sprinkler dance. And then you cross it over. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it, man. Um, but uh, I will say, Sensei Amy. Sensei Amy. Sensei Amy did a great job uh, guiding me through stuff. They were very kind there at the Thousand Waves, and I appreciate their hospitality. If any of this goes back to them, uh, I hope I was respectful to both the dojo and the homework. I'm sure you were great, man. It was fun at the dojo, and uh, I hope my homework 
was at least factual to a certain degree. Probably. And that's the end of it. That's your homework. That's my homework. Here's my thing with karate. Isn't yeah. it like, no matter how good you are, it's just all about time? Like, you no, know, even if you're like better than the black belts, you, you can't be a black belt if you don't got enough time under your belt. There's that, but there's also degrees of black belts. Yeah. And like, I don't think, I don't think anybody in karate is under the impression that it's like about pure, like ability to like whoop somebody at something. I mean, like even just like good at the moves and the, the oh, it's like, like you can't everything. you can't like do like all right, I got it down. Let yeah. me pass the test. I think they have like some yeah. I think there's some like waiting yeah, periods. Yeah, that would frustrate me. That's the only thing that would. You'd be like, me. I'm already good enough. I'd be like, I got it. I don't want to do this for another six months. I know they wanted to give me a black belt as I was leaving. I said, <laughs> guys, come on, you know me. I'm I'm white belt till I die. <laughs> white belt till I die. <laughs> I don't want to be a living weapon. I want to surprise people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a living healer. Okay, well, I guess that's my turn then. It's your turn, man. Remember when you didn't think your homework would take up very much time? Man, it always do. And you took up like 25 minutes? 23. Whatever, man. Uh, (laughs) It's good to be back. Good to be back. Here we go. Drag, baby. So, what do you want to know? I mean, you did the homework, man. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I'm just playing, dude. What do you want to know? <laughs> what do you idiots want to know? I feel like I, we, I got it all in the notebook. I feel like we both pulled that move a good amount of times, something <laughs> not knowing how to start our homework. Okay, so what's what do you want to? Know? <laughs> so drag, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> I have a good jumping off point. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Do it, man. As RuPaul would say, start the homework, man. <laughs> that, is, that is what that is what she says. Um, the term was actually coined by Shakespeare uh, early on in, in the theater theater crowd. Um, it's been around since the, the beginning of theater when women were not allowed to perform, so men would dress up as women. Mm. Um, it was yeah. I mean, then women could come back in, and men would still do it. As what like, would drag? What what's the etymology of drag then? No clue, man. Oh. Didn't say. Huh. Uh, just said Shakespeare. Fucking thought of it. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> That's it, man. That's all I got for you. That's homework. Uh, okay. And that'll be ended. So the 1870s to the 1920s, drag was mostly used as a way to like mock females and shows and stuff. It was like mostly like a comedy thing. Like, okay. Oh, look at me. I'm a dude dressed as a girl. This is what I do. Yeah. Like, I'm dude, a, look at me. Household stuff and things like that. Isn't it? Uh, times were so fucking dumb, man. Yeah, they was they were bad. They were bad guys, man. Yeah. Not all of them, but like most of them. Probably bad. They're bad. Bad dudes. We're probably bad, too. We're probably bad, too. <laughs> I've dressed up as a gal for fucking comedy. So. Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> so we're bad. I was a little enlightened. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, so now we're jumping to the 1920s to the 1930s. The first LGBT bars began to pop up. Um, I read on another website that I couldn't really find that the first like actual gay bar uh-huh. um, was like a front for the mafia. Oh. Um, they yeah, it was like a like a speakeasy front for the mafia, and it, I don't know if this is completely factual, so don't take my word on this. But it said that that's what turned into Stonewall, like the Stonewall Inn. Okay, you know what I'm talking I about. No, I don't. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. So drag became a part of that culture, and when those bars started to pop up, it started to become more of a norm for to like have those kind of shows, like drag shows and stuff like that. Uh, the fifties and sixties, the LGBT community was cracked down on, and it became illegal to be gay. 
Um, and men found wearing drag were often arrested. Same with men and women who were um, like together with with other men and women. Like you know, bonkers law. Bonkers law doesn't make sense. But then, so that spawned uh, what are called drag balls, and it's kind of like a fraternity type system where a bunch of drag queens would get a house and live together and they would have like a house mom and it was like a safe space where they could like do their stuff and do drag shows and things like that and wear what they wanted to wear um but didn't have to worry about like people finding out and getting arrested and all that yeah and there was actually like a rule that um in order to not get arrested you had to be wearing at least like three articles of men's clothing Oh, so like we're, we're they're, they're probably wearing... It didn't say the specifics, but it was just like, if you wanted to not get arrested, that's what you had to do. Ooh, times are weird, man. Um, but then, as I brought it up, the Stonewall riots occurred. Um, I don't have, I didn't pull up a ton of information mm-hmm. on those, but I, I assume that most of you know what they are. Um, but then that's like really what kicked off like the more, like getting rights for the LGBT community. Uh, the 80s began the rise of drag. Okay. New page. He's flipping the page. Um, and that's when it started to like pop up more in bars and TV, movies, and pop culture. Uh, John Waters became a big advocate for the drag community, and he played Tracy's mother in Hairspray, mm. which is a big uh, jumping off point for that. Then Tim Curry and... Wait, no, I think Divine played... What? John Waters directed Hairspray. I think Divine played Tracy's mother. Okay. I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm just going off what the website told me. Play it. <laughs> um, but yeah, if that's the case, then that's... Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean... I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. That's all right, man. That was nitpicky. I'm just going off the website, man. Hmm. Uh, also, like Tim Curry and Rocky Horror Picture oh, yeah. Show. Stuff like that started to pop off. And then there was... Very popular drag queen named Lady Bunny, who is known for her comedy acting and DJing skills around New York City. That's triple threat. Triple threat, dude. That's cool. Yeah. She could like run a whole show like all day. Like, yeah. Put on like a little like monologue and then bring you back up with comedy, then DJ the night away. Tune it out till you dance. Tune it out till you dance. And then we get to the 90s. <laughs> and this is... The bulk of my assignment. Okay. Because this is what I've been the most excited to talk about. <laughs> we got RuPaul, baby. Ooh. <laughs> uh, rose to fame through the 90s as a local celebrity in the NY club scene. Uh, 1993 had the hit single Supermodel, You or also known as You Better Work. Yeah. You know? Um, became the first drag queen to become a spokesperson for a major cosmetic company. It was called Mac Cosmetics. I think it's still around. I think I've seen it. Got me beat. Um, and also received a talk show uh, on VH1 and a morning radio show on WKTU. Uh, and as that group, as she, as she grew popularity, we got RuPaul's Drag Race. Woo, baby. that's a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. It really is. Hands down. No joke. Started in 2009. My new favorite show. You, okay, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll break the fourth wall. So we live in the same apartment, as I'm sure you know. That's not a spoiler alert. But sometimes when we do homework, we try to isolate ourselves a little bit as to not reveal too much or maybe we got something up our sleeve for it. 
Our man was out here straight binging Drag Race, <laughs> the most recent season on the VH1 it's app. It's so time. fucking funny, dude. I caught a couple episodes of it. That show is very well produced. It is a travesty that it's not on like Netflix or Hulu I had or watched it with... Um, Marshall, my brother, yeah, uh, a few times, like when we were home for like breaks and stuff, and he was like kind of turning me on to it. Um, and I believe it was like in the same way, but like it, just the evolution of that being a few years ago to like it invading um, in a good way. Oh, I don't know if it's a good way or not. Maybe they don't like that people are stealing their phrases and stuff. Yeah, but like the cultural lexicon of like how people like talk now yes. is like heavily influenced by Drag Race. Um, how people like interact with each other um i think the overall acceptance and stuff like that's like fucking amazing um that's why like a lot of my a lot of my work is on it because um like as the more you research drag you kind of get just the basic points that i just hit but then everybody's like yo it's popped off when rupaul's drag race came about like everybody gets it now everybody is like there's like huge fans of it now because of this show become way more widely accepted and it's just like it's just like taking over everything like you said like how we talk like the like fun lingo that people are using nowadays like spill the tea and stuff like that mm-hmm. it all it all comes from rupaul man yeah and or drag culture in general i think yeah yeah probably drag culture in general but from the Funnel. show like exposure from the show yeah for sure um so 2009 rupaul's drag race kicks off baby uh, we got some reoccurring judges. We got RuPaul, Merle Ginsburg, Santino Rice, Michelle Visage, Visage. I don't know how to say it. She's the mean one. She was like the Simon Cowell one. Oh, I'm sure they have a real good joke for her last name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy Brassfield, Ross Matthews, and Carson Presley. Um, I like Ross. I think. Ross is cool, man. Ross, he was on a lot of different VH1 shows. Uh, it's been running for 11 seasons, 132 episodes currently. It's on VH1. If you have VH1, you should watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the winners throughout the years, we have BB Sahara Bennett, Tyra Sanchez, Raja, Sharon Needles, Jinx Whoa. Monsoon, <laughs> Bianca Del Rio, uh, Violet... Ch- Chaki? I don't know how to say that. Chaki? I don't know. Uh, Bob the Drag Queen, Sh- Sh- Sasha Valor, and Aquaria, which is a big bummer doing this part of it because I ruined the season for myself. But Aquaria I, wins? Yeah, now I know who wins. Aquaria was pretty great. She was good. No, I didn't like her the, that much. Really? She's well, a little... I liked her, but she wasn't my favorite. She's a look queen. Yeah, I, she wasn't my favorite. Okay. Um... <laughs> My favorite got eliminated episode six, man. <laughs> I was quite bummed out. <laughs> the show's stupid anyway. <laughs> it's got 23 Emmy nominations with nine wins. Mm-hmm. And just to break the show down for you guys. Okay. So every show kicks off with what is called a mini challenge. And that's like a very quick thing. Um, sometimes it's just like, uh, like they, one of them was just like they had to fake poses like they were photobombing celebrities photos in full drag and the winner of the mini challenge usually has like a little bit of an advantage in the maxi challenge well then rude just goes you win yeah yeah so (laughs) i'm getting there (laughs) so so then we (laughs) we get to the maxi challenge and it's like 
becoming like increasingly more entertaining these maxi challenges like they have to pretend to be on talk shows or like doing a panel in front of other people and uh the winner of the mini challenge usually gets like an advantage of like choosing who their teammate is and stuff like that um but then they do like after like after that they have started doing like the drag show as well where they usually have a theme uh <laughs> the themes are great they, um, they just make them up. Martian Gala Extravabala. Yeah, it was like it was like Martian Martian Schwarzen Extravaganza. Extravaganza bands. <laughs> Here's what I appreciate, and maybe there's like terms I don't know. Uh, so once again, forgive me for any ignorance, but I just I love that even if it was a made up term, they all just adopt it as if it is. Yeah, a, like a, it a is new, a, like new, a thing. new word that is not weird <laughs> so it's, it just it just this is what it is the whole time they're doing anything the judges do nothing but make puns at all of their outfits which is so funny they, yeah they're just they just riffing. think they're the funniest things that ever. <laughs> uh like there'd be there was like an outfit where one of the gals was just it was just like completely see-through and they just go like oh she's really bearing it all on the runway <laughs> I saw. Well, I saw the one. The one had like orbs on her head. Yeah, and he was like she's got balls wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like I can see your balls as well. <laughs> um. So at the end of those, we get to like the judging, which is just like the other judges give some opinions, but RuPaul just goes like, "Got it. I know who wins and I know who loses." <laughs> There's no, like... Uh, no, no, like, we'll be back in a second. Yeah, everybody doesn't get a vote or anything. It's just, like, just RuPaul. It's pretty genius for that. Yeah. Fuck it. It's great. It's a reality show. So then we get to the judging part, and, like, that's done. And then they go into... They usually, like, call, like, some people out, and they go, like, you're safe. Get out of here. You're you're nothing in this. Um, and then there's tops and there's bottoms. So the bottoms are the ones who did bad. The tops are the ones who did good. They go, they judge again, and they decide who won like overall and then who lost like the two people that lost so then the, the two people that lost have to do a lip sync for their life oh yeah <laughs> so there's usually just like a, a a song that either goes along with the episode or one of the guest judges or like mm-hmm. they had shania twain on there and they did uh feel like a woman yeah Whoa. man you missed a hell i missed that of, one. you missed a hell of an episode i love shania but twain it man. was good don't get me started on 90s pop country um so then they do that, and that's usually great. And then RuPaul once again just goes like, "You win, you, win, you lose." The one I saw, she, she just goes, "And that's a lip sync for your life." And it didn't show either of them. <laughs> and it was just like, "You win." <laughs> and then hits him with the classic, "Sashay, you stay." Yeah. Or in sachet sachet away. away. <laughs> you guys, this show is dope. Yeah, it's a good. You show. are missing out. It's fun. Um. I cannot believe it. Whatever whatever streaming service snags up is gonna make some money, man. I dude, I think this is how VH1's clinging on to life. Just just by sticking with gotta keeping be. it. Gotta man. be. I'm surprised there's not imitators of it out there. I mean like I know like the one one of the old queen not old she's not, I don't think she's old, but one of the queens on a previous season has a Netflix show. Like they are legitimate blue check celebrities after this shit. Yeah. And they so or before it sometimes the first like the first two seasons when it wasn't as popular, the grand prize was twenty five thousand, and then 
after that, like every season after that, has been like a thousand or a hundred thousand dollar yeah. grand prize, which is not small. No. And then they give away like two thousand dollar prizes for kind of bonuses and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. Throughout they the, have careers, the and it's, it's it's awesome. I think these gals make a decent amount of money doing this. Yeah. In the bigger markets like New York, Chicago, L.A., because um, you have to pay usually like a decent amount to go see the good shows mm-hmm. which is i think all of the the gals who are on the season that i've watched and like the winners probably from most of the seasons are working at the like the bigger nicer. and they're definitely they're most likely headlining at this yeah point, yeah too. yeah well hey wait, what about your show man okay so i also went to a show yeah field i don't trip, have we... a, a lot to say about this field trips are tough from what i found um i went to the kit kat lounge it's in boys town in chicago it's over on halstead um and wednesdays and thursdays they have like free shows um you can just like get dinner and drinks watch the shows in there every 20 minutes starting at 6 30 and i did go to the 6 30 show because i had other shit the very first show yeah so the headliner was supposed to be tracy ross um but i don't think i saw her i don't think it was her um and i think i just saw like some like opener somebody else and it wasn't like it was like exactly what i expected it but it wasn't like fun because i was one of the only people in there you know Mm -hmm. and they were also just like what is this person in workout clothes doing (laughs) (laughs) you're the only person in there no no no. there are other people just like eating and shit and Uh watching um but i just got like one drink and just sat there for 20 minutes and i was like out (laughs) i gotta go i gotta go to the gym like i got other shit to do um so a quick drag show, go to the gym. I didn't get to do like yeah, I didn't go see like a really like a real fun Chicago fun, one. good drag show. But I would love to. Um, nobody ever invites me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like not an activity that's usually like thrown out there among it, friends it, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? not. Yeah, exactly. I know what you're talking um, about. If I had like a friend who was like, "We're going to this drag show tonight," I'd be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Mm-hmm. Uh, but not often. Not often thrown on the table. They're fun. Yeah, I don't doubt it, man. Um, so, yeah, that's my homework, man. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Welcome back to homework. Welcome back to homework with friends. Wow, we did it. Yo, watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Do a free trial class at a dojo. I am not done watching that show yet, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, we'll slap it on probably right after this. Yeah. But uh, I guess that takes us to the next portion of this what? experiment. What is it? It's grades, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't really care about grades that much. Dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go past fail just yet. <laughs> People still like the drama of the victory. Um, so we'll be back with grades and um, approximately no weight at all. What did we tell you? We're right here with grades. Hey, welcome back, idiots. Or, well, not welcome back. Welcome to right where you were at. Welcome back. Um, happy birthday, Drew. So, Don, you ready for your grades? Yeah. Oh, you better you better drink that whiskey. Maybe. My whiskey's all out, baby. You better. <laughs> that means the episode's done. If we were like a Mister Rogers the show, the second the second this whiskey is done, I'm out. Oh no, I'm kids! Away. You know what that sound means? Episode's done. Um, Dalton, what? Loved your homework. Okay. Love the research on it. Give me more. This was some classic homework with friends content. Cool. Uh, iconic? No. No. Solid? Yeah. Yeah. Bad? No. Amazing? No. No. Good? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. good homework. Fine. And did you go to a drag show? Yeah. Yeah. Did you make a real night of it? 
No. No. But did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do here. But uh, that thought process leads me to give you a 90. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Uh, oh, no, you said it. I know I said it. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm being nice. But You're definitely being nice. I'm giving you a 90 on this criteria. Okay. Some of the past grades I've given this past semester um, have sometimes been generous, have sometimes been a little mean, sometimes. But I didn't. I had. I had no expectations. Yeah. And till I learned a lot about drag that I didn't know, um, which sometimes is tough with these more general um, interest kind of topics. Yeah. So. Uh, you did the field trip. Which I feel like, even though we had three weeks to do it, sometimes it's pretty tough <laughs> to uh, tough to accomplish. You know, we we often cop out on that, so I want to give bonus points for that. Um, and overall, your general excitement around Drag Race was an exciting portion of it that I wanted to reward. So I, I can't imagine a world where you didn't at least get an A. Okay, you did the whole homework. I feel it sounds like a B might be a step too. I mean, maybe, maybe, if I were well, now, re- I feel like I was being mean. Yeah, we. Always- I thought I was giving you a good grade. Oh, we always do this shit. I man. thought I was giving you a winner. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Eh, whatever. Well, I hate like all the same. Like uh, mine's the same feedback. Oh, good, not great. Yeah, you did it. You sure. did the field trip. Yeah, I'll take an L. I don't care. Uh, I gave you an eighty-five. Mm. That's what I was. I was expect- That's fair. I was expecting like an eighty-two. Okay. On account of I didn't like call your brother. Yeah. I went to like a, a sh- like a not a, like not a great drag show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm playing the role of Sartorius. Wait, is that your teacher? Who's your teacher? What? Wait, who's your teacher? <laughs> what are you like my favorite teacher? You, no, no, the one who wrote your recommendation. Slattery. Slattery. Sartorius. <laughs> <laughs> Pistorius, <laughs> your teacher Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> he I'm was take, he was my murder teacher. I'm taking the role of Slattery, and I was just happy that, and, that and, I tried and, and flattered <laughs> <laughs> that you tried. Yeah. All but, right. Well, cool. Hey. Well, it looks like Dal- we gotta get back to you making your own victory music. But Dalton's ahead of the class. <laughs> And Logan is the dunce. Boy, I'm never going to get nothing right. That takes us to the very last portion of the episode, and that is homework for next week. Dalton. Homie for next week. <laughs> yeah, is that our new sound drop? Homie for next week. Homie for next week. Let's uh, let's reveal that surprise guest. Do we, we're saying her name? Why not? Uh, next week's guest is going to be Marie Maloney. I believe it's her last name. <laughs> Pretty so. sure it's Maloney. Uh, Marie Maloney. <laughs> we know her as Marie. Yeah, she's purely Marie. She comes to the coffee shop and she's um, she's funnier than us. She's funnier than us. She's cooler than us. Uh, she is, yeah, she's going to be on the pod. She does comedy here in Chicago. Well, you'll learn more about We'll learn more about it. I'm just yeah. giving some people a little Okay, sizzle. she does comedy in Chicago. She has her own podcast that you guys are going to start listening to. Yeah, well. Or we'll um, stop making this one. Yeah, we'll plug it in a little bit next week. But the homework for next week is going to be all assassination. Assassination man. showdown. Assassination showdown. Here's the idea. Marie 
and she doesn't know this yet, so don't tell her. Don't fucking tell her. Marie, Dalton, and I are each going to come loaded with three assassinations uh, coming into homework next week. We are going to regale one another uh, with the tale of our assassination. The idea being that we will come up with the criteria, hopefully between now and then, a more set criteria, but yeah, obscure, um, good telling of the story itself and importance of assassination mm-hmm. are kind of off the top of my head what we should be looking for. Um, after round one, we will vote and we will eliminate one person out of that running. Can't vote for yourself. We three-way tie. Revote until we don't. And then we... <laughs> It's going to be a five-hour episode. <laughs> and then we move on to the next round, which will be judged by the loser of the previous round. Yeah. And then the final winner will get to tell their final uh, assassination story. Time contingent. <laughs> Time contingent. Uh, but it's a different type of format episode, but we think it'll be fun for our guests. You, you idiots are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that's all we got. It was fun. It's fun to be back. Uh, We're back. We're not fighting. We're not fighting. Um, you can connect with us uh, at HomeworkPod on Twitter. HomeworkWithFriends at gmail.com. HomeworkWithFriends at Instagram. On Instagram. We're never going to use yeah, it. Use yeah. <laughs> we don't really use that one. Uh, merch might be in the bio. Probably not. Um, <laughs> and as always, what? Dude. Don't say it. <laughs> I'm not ready for Dude. it to end yet. I can't end this episode, man. I'm having too much fun. Don't say it. Again. Okay. Do your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework.